and we're live hi guys welcome to another episode of the nigerian sports fan podcast i'm your host david and well today's episode is going to be pretty easy i mean the bulk of today's episode is going to be focused on the europa league and final that happened um yesterday obviously that's one of the remaining three or one of the remaining four matches because there's the europa league conference league champions league final and the fa cup final so i think there are some matches to look forward to but yesterday was the first of it, and there's a lot to talk about. I mean, um, Sevilla winning the penalty shootout. Um, Jose losing his first European final, which was, which was. Um, I mean, the, the game delivered on multiple ways. I mean, not basically in the style of play, not in the in terms of attractiveness, but you know, in terms of drama. I mean, Mourinho had to roll back the years again. I mean, there's a lot to talk about. I also talk about um, Andre Postecoglou. Um, the recent managerial um, link to sports, um, probably closest. It's reports that he's getting, it is getting close to him being announced. So I'll give my thoughts on that. And um, without further ado, let's delve into this episode. When um, the semi-final results between Roma and Bayer Leverkusen when it was decided that Roma were going through and the manner with which Roma went through um, you, you, it was very obvious that a lot of sports were emotionally invested in this game just as they were emotionally invested in the game in the Conference League final last season between Roma and Feyenoord the reason being Jose Mourinho now, um, before this game Jose Mourinho, we've always been hearing I mean all week He's made it clear that oh listen, it doesn't feel like connect. You're talking about thrown shots at sports like twice already. From what I tried them, there could be more, but I saw two, two different occasions, right? An interview with Roma in, in an in-house interview with Roma. He was talking about how every club he has played at or he has managed, sorry, um, he feels connection with the fans, and the only f- fans he doesn't feel connection with is he basically said Mr. Levy Club. Didn't really say Tottenham Hotspurs, right? Which was very interesting, which obviously caused a lot of, you know, I mean, it's going to make noise in the social media space with the football Twitter, right? But what I found really um, amazing was that he said, it's a Levy club, and he said Tottenham, and then he also went for that to say, maybe it's because there was there were no fans when he was managing, or most of the time. There was, but I think there were fans in the first part of the season, and even in his first season that he finished, I think it was 1920 season, right? So, like, the first half of it, there were fans in the stadium, and then the other half, there were no fans, which is his own half of you because he, he drained half, like, almost half of the season was when he drained. So, he left, and there was, so this very day, there's a debate, should he have been sacked a week or the final, he the final, I mean, I find it amusing that there's still a debate of whether a manager should, should be sacked before a week before a final he got to. I mean, it's a no-brainer that he should manage that final. It's not like it's not whether you think he should be gone or not. That final he should manage. But anyways, I think you name my thoughts on that. Too. So, as you know, as this because of this backstory, obviously there is a lot of interest in that game, and Mourinho won the Conference League last um, season, and obviously a lot of Mourinho has fans, right? And they, they did not let the sports fans hear the end of it. You know, you know Mourinho has left and gone and won the trophy. He has won the trophy everywhere else, but talking about. And listen, even though. I've heard it before. I think we all know versus the ownership, or you know, on the banter side of things, you know, they, they did point that out. Well, today's final. Well, yesterday's last night's final was not to be. I mean, I'm sure there were a lot of persons who listened to their drafts. And there's a thing here. 
I am very critical of Livy. I'm very critical of Spurs. You know how they run their run the club. That does not mean that I am not a Spurs fan. So I would always, you know, most of the time I would still stick with Spurs no matter what, right? So in the pre the pre match press conference, right, Mourinho was saying that oh, um, he talked about they didn't sack. He said they didn't sack me a week before the final. You know, Roma. He was saying, he was saying he, was, he said it again, and even after he got sacked in that week of the one, so he said it in an interview. But and yeah, yeah, okay, let me talk about the game. So yes, in this game, um, obviously you need to line up. Mourinho's team scores first, and you know when Mourinho's team scores first, you know what happens. I made I, I said this analogy. This analogy I made. I said it's like trying to if he scores, Mourinho scores first. The, the level of frustration. It's like when you kick your leg against the bed, against your bed, right? You kick your leg, that your toe, right? Kick against the bed, the, that edge of your bed. You see that pain that comes, right? You can't physically do anything about it, but just hold your hands and bear the pain. So you, that's what you can only do when you kick your leg against the, against the bed, right? And that, that's exactly how it feels when you're watching your team throw a wave of attack after attack after attack and still find it difficult to bring down a Mourinho team in a final. And that's where, the, that's where you know, a lot of persons had an issue, right? And yesterday, I thought it was going to be like one of those days. And, you know, lot, even some Mourinho's, detract, Mourinho's detractors were like, yeah, Roma has won that final already. And um, surprisingly, Sevilla, football heritage, like, like I, in Jose's word, which is very funny, right? Football heritage. Because Sevilla scores, right? And Sevilla had won all their Europa League finals prior to this one. Jose had won all his European finals prior to this one, so something had to give in this final. Somebody, somebody's record was going, whether he or he liked it or not. Somebody's record was going, and you know, and, and most people, obviously, a lot of football fans that don't like Mourinho, so most people want, a lot of people wanted Mourinho's record to go. So Sevilla equalized, right? And now there was this. It was really dull. It was. It wasn't really a very interesting final to watch. It was really, really dull for a large period of time. And then penalty shootout, and then you know the draw, and then there were some decisions like the penalty that was waved away, and then the handball for Roma that should have Roma that should have been just also waved away because Sevilla kicked they kicked the he kicked the ground. I think the um, the, the defender Sevilla defender sorry Roma defender kicked the ground, and then you know Sevilla player goes down was given as it was given as a penalty. Then Anthony Taylor goes to the to goes to check and then sees all and then receives the decision, reverses decisions. Decision. What I found interesting is I, I think I said this Mourinho during finals tend to have this kind of luck in finals. I won't call it luck, but certain things tend to go for him. But it was looking like one of those nights. I was thinking, well, he's gonna score, he's gonna win. I mean, it doesn't matter what he's gonna win, he's gonna score. But you know, he didn't. And then um, got to penalty shootout. Yes, to penalties, anything can happen. You know, you it's, I know people want to say, well, um, psychology and all that. Yeah, it's true, but let's be real here. Yeah, psychology does work, but I don't think it plays as it plays a lot, right? But how many goals? So maybe if you're playing against somewhere like Martinez, right? Argentina's go Argentina penalties situations. What they can do, they can't stop you from taking those penalties. They can't stop you from scoring. They can um, limit. They can try and get into your head and limit the chances of you being successful at your penalties. Right, that's what they, the best they can do. Now, if you're strong-minded and strong-willed, you might be able to to do it. I, I'm curious to find out if dependent if Argentina versus Croatia in the World Cup because both sides had very good penalty-taking record, right? I was curious to find out if 
if that game had gone to penalties, if um, Croatia would have, which team would have prevailed? Because Croatia have been fantastic in the penalties since 98. But anyway, that's on that, that's a very very long debate for another time. So the penalties. Now penalties is more. I, yes, there's that other preparation under, but I think a lot of it is luck. A lot of it is luck, and if you're most most teams are not good at penalties, most are not. Only very few practice and try to work hard to get good at it, but most teams are not. And when you get there, it's not in your hand. So when I saw Mourinho complain about the referee, complain about Anthony Taylor and all that, right? I personally think that was very unnecessary because listen, if the de- when it's in your hands is in normal time, right? So talking 19 minutes extra time, that is when it's in your hands. That's when you have control over your own destiny as a footballer or as a football manager, as a football team. That's when you have control over your own destiny. When it gets to penalty shootout, you do not have control over your destiny because it's penalties. I mean, yes, the goalkeeper could do all the tricks and all and everything, right? Your goalkeeper could do all the tricks, but it's the only it's still your attacker's responsibilities or your taker's responsibilities to score their penalties. So your keeper could do all the dances in the world and everything. And you know the opponent may miss of your guys do not score. It's not, so it's a very difficult situation to put yourself in penalties. And I found it very, 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 very amusing to see that Mourinho was complaining about penalties. And the funny thing is this, right? <laughs> For somebody who has had so many locks in finals, I don't really think he's is in the position to really complain about referees. Yes, it should have been better. Yes, but. Again, I don't think blaming referees for you losing a game is it's, it's a logical thing. Besides, let's get something very, very clear here. I've said this before, I said it again. Referees, yes, they make mistakes, yes, but I do not believe that oh, they can more often than. How would I put it? Yes, I know sometimes they make awful decisions that could alter a game, like the Champions League final in 2019, but that decision happened so very early that sports could have. You know, so as you're a footballer, you train for this every time. If you have psychology, you have the best of the best. So you should be able to overcome this moment. If you can't, then you have no business being at that stage. So what I'm talking about when I say, I do not believe that you know that ref- referees alter the game. I think the referees will do bad, yes, but it's up to you to play and you know play your way through and overcome. But you have so many players who just don't want to do that, just want to fold their hands and then you know hope and then, and then you know whatever happens happens and then again knocked out. So I I when I saw that yesterday, I wasn't really. I wasn't. I wasn't really. I wasn't really surprised. I was doing referee. I mean, it's something that he does. But I think it, I thought it was very unnecessary. He was trying to like, and then he went to the car park, which is very funny. It reminds me of that. I think it was the was it a classical in 2012 or 2011 when he was at Real Madrid, and um, he was at the car park waiting for the referee. I mean, it was so funny. He went to the bus. I mean, he was cussing. He was cussing at Anthony, at Anthony Taylor. I mean, he was saying a lot. I know UEFA are gonna find him for it. <laughs> if they don't, I'll be very surprised. But he's definitely gonna get fined. <laughs> but he was, he was livid. He was angry. Now, I'll talk about some important. Um, there's something that's very that also concerns sports because in that game, apart from uh, Mourinho having the sports connection and a lot riding on the fact that on, on him winning or losing that final because whatever happens, sports were gonna get involved. If he won that final, sports are gonna get bantered again. That oh yeah. He got sacked, able to a final, and look at him, he has won two trophies since he left. Now he has lost. Sports are still sports are still involved. Oh yeah, look. Some sports are saying, yes, you see, this is why he should have been sacked able to a final. You know, so it's no matter what sports are gonna get involved. And the other side, another reason why sports also get gotten involved was also Brian Hill and Eric Lamella. Eric Lamella um sold to Sevilla in 2020, 2021. And the funny thing was 
him and Brian Hill were in that deal. So 25 million pounds to Sevilla plus Eric Lamella for Brian Hill. Now a lot of fans obviously including myself celebrated when Lamella left, right? And Brian Hill coming in, even though you know he was unknown and some people felt oh he's the next guy up, he's the next young talent up. But anyway, so it hasn't really looked like he hasn't really got he hasn't really hit those heights that people expected or people hoped for. I don't blame him though, he's a very young player and he still has a lot to be really to be really learning the game. So he's alone at Sevilla, sent alone herself to Sevilla, I think in January window, because he really wanted to play football. Sevilla, I think he scored the penalty as a very right correctly. I think he scored penalty. Lamela scored penalty. He scored penalties. So Europa League champions, that's you know they won. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm laughing because um that's that those are two other ex-players. Technically, okay, look, one ex-post player or another ex-post player that has won a trophy, two two sports players on loan have won trophies so basically it's like this right everybody everybody wins trophies every year but sports <laughs> i don't know if if this is an if which analogy can i even use can i say it's like a classroom where every there's a the one kid that has chicken pox and nobody wants to touch <laughs> similar to that I, I don't know if that makes sense but that's probably the closest thing i can just describe this right there's like trophies is going everywhere but jo- that kid nah trophies is not going to that kid that kid has chicken pox <laughs> so i don't know if that that makes sense but it's just funny how everything i mean even though listen i don't believe in all these superstitions and all this stuff but i really believe that if you do what you have to do you get what you have to do and in sports are not doing what they have to do and that's why they are not winning trophies but that is, there's one question nobody's asking how come eric lamella is fit for a final because i remember very well at sports sports got to FA Cup, sorry, the League Cup final in 2015, the League Cup final in 2021, um, FA Cup, no, sorry, Champions League final in 2019. That's three finals, right? Semis, there were semis in between and lots of other games. I, I can't remember a single final Eric Lamella actually started. I don't think he started, did he start the 2021? I don't think he started the 2021 final, did he? I think it was Lucelso in that one. This one, this guy, but Lamela didn't really. So, how many finals did Lamela really get involved in? And even at that, yesterday's game, they were not really. Uh, yes, have you had bad games and all? Yes, but I think both sides just didn't really look like they were just, you know, I, I don't know how to put it, but how many finals Lamela play? How many finals Lamela actually play for sports? So, again, how come he's not getting injured as he was getting injured at sports? How come he's getting fit? Yes, I know he has had some injuries here and there. But he's getting fit for Sevilla. I've seen, listen, every time I've seen Lamela, I've seen Sevilla, I've seen him play for them. Obviously, I don't follow La Liga a lot. I don't follow La Liga as a league. I don't follow Sevilla. But every, every maybe like the old time, I'll probably check out Sevilla and probably, I'll probably see Lamela starting. But at sport, I mean, this guy would go in the entire season injured. This guy could have five, six consecutive matches playing really well, playing a blind, and then we hear he has broken his um you know one one imaginary one bone that we've probably never heard of obviously i'm joking right but we hear he has broken one bone and then he's out for the entire season that's lamella <laughs> that is lamella but severe is not so is a theory about you know people asking questions about sports medical department is that actually accurate because now a lot of us are actually asking okay sports medical department how are they operating how they're doing their things is that actually accurate because it's <laughs> I mean, it's too consistent, right? There are players who come to sports, have their, their feet elsewhere, they join sports, and then they have injury issues. They start having injury issues. I mean, it's one of those things I just find. I mean, look at Ryan Sessegnon, for example. Sessegnon, 
always fit at Fulham, comes to sports, injury issues. Um, Lamela, always fit at Roma, comes to sports, injury issues. Right? I mean, it's... Even Romero, I don't think Romero was having injury issues at Atalanta. He wasn't having a lot of them, comes to sports, injury issues. So, you know... <laughs> It's a real, it's a real thing. Though. I mean, look at Bissouma. Bissouma hardly injured, almost starting almost every game for Brighton. Comes to Spurs, injury issues. I don't know, man. But that's a suplex. So it's it's worrying, and it also supports the fact, the point that a lot of fans are making that they do not think Levy is the right man for the job. That a lot of the times, the fans, you know, that that the club, the, the team, they do not do what they have to do to keep the team, to make the team challenge, to allow the team challenge for for titles, for trophies and all that. So yeah, so I want to, again, I also talk about this point about that this, this debate has come up again and you always know it is. But I find it amusing that the same persons who bang on about Mourinho, you know, should have been sacked and all that, you don't hear about it. They are the ones who keep bringing him up. I mean, I've never seen, if you hate Mourinho so much, why are you bringing him? Something I hate, I won't even think about it. I will just move on if I don't like something. So I don't understand why. A lot of the times, the debates were brought up by a lot of persons who said they hated Mourinho. Again, I will say this. Whether you think Mourinho should never have been appointed, whether I think he should have been appointed, doesn't matter. The fact remains, he should not have been sacked a week to a final. I will keep saying this for God knows how long. I will keep saying it. Because it is, apart from the fact that it is it's very ridiculous, it's a very stupid decision. The second thing is this. He's, it is not fair it is not um moral if that's the way to put it it is not fair if you if you do something really good and you don't have the chance to really enjoy the fruits of your labor it's really really painful he qualified for the final on that alone you should manage it for that fact alone, whether you think man still are going to beat sports 100 nil is irrelevant he should have whether you think sports are going to lose it doesn't matter it doesn't matter he got to that final. He should get. He should manage it. And the funny thing is, right? And the funny when he made that final, I saw a lot of fans say, "Oh, it's just a league cup final." Since 2021, sports haven't made a single final. Since 2021, I mean, these guys acted like it was one easy thing. Sports haven't made a final since. So let's let's get these things clear and let's just get the facts out there. Stop. Just stop. Just stop this funny game you guys are trying to play. And and listen again. He didn't win the final. This also brings up another point. Also that oh. Well, um, now that he hasn't won the final, I don't want to hear the debate about uh, Mourinho again and all that. This means that he must have lost that final against uh, Man City. Well, you guys didn't say that when he won that final against final last season. So, it doesn't make any sense. Listen, if you if you, if you you want to say that, you should have said that last season anyways. But if you have to wait till 2023 when he has finally lost the final, that you prayed so hard that he would lose. So, you can put out that, converse, that, that um, narrative. Then you're not being fair. Because, you know... You're not being logical by, by doing that. It makes no sense. And also, people say, well, have lost in 2013 FA Cup final, Wigan versus Manchester City. I will bet you. I think they had like 40 to 1. They are also like 40 to 1. They had they were, they were almost, almost no chance of winning the FA Cup final. Wigan went to that final, played with a game plan. They were very smart. And obviously, they were breaking. Obviously, they, they had tactical the tactical plan. Obviously, their goalkeeper was fantastic. Robos was fantastic in that final, right? But they would have tactics where they would defend certain and then they would break on the counter yeah people say well it's the old, old school pack the boss and break on the counter but they had a game plan and they, they scored a corner show maloney cross for ben watson ben watson scores one nil that was like close to the end of the game everton um we can win the fa cup final they got really good that season though but that's it we can win the fa cup final 
So when you guys tell me that, well, um, folks have lost anyway, I will say this is a final. Anything can happen in a final. It's not set in stone that just because you think this is a good. Yeah, I know more often than not, a, a better team against a, a less better team, a better team against a worse team, the better team is going to win. I get it. But it's, I know, well, Spurs lost to Jose, um, Jose lost to Man City 3 0. That doesn't matter. It's still a final. I mean, I, I, I still can't see any logical explanation for why you should start to that final. And that debate will always exist because as long as Wigan won the Africa final, that will always be one that will always bring up and say, look, Wigan won the Africa final. And for instance, this Man City also lost um, Community Shield to Leicester later that year. So again, you know, oh, they're the best team in the world. I mean, that Man City squad at the time was really, really good. Should have beaten Wigan. They were good at Wigan. So, uh, Wigan, they were about to get relegated because they lost 4 1 to Arsenal some days later. So, that Wigan team should have lost. So I, I don't understand where people keep. But anyway, it's, it's one of those debates that will forever go on and go on. Well, Mourinho, what's going to happen? Well, the way he was talking, it sounds like he was he wants to. So, he's going to be leaving Roma. I do not know. But I, I think the, the, the positive of yesterday is that um, his stance. We'll probably give it a rest and probably not disturb sportsman because I mean we saw how they were very annoying after that that final against them uh, when they won the UEFA Conference League uh, final against the uh, Fire in 2022 last year. But yeah, um, I think as much as I get my thoughts on um, the Roma um, versus Sevilla Africa final. Corinthians Sevilla, I mean seven seven Europa League titles. I mean in 18 years, that's fantastic. That's an average of one every two years. That that is fantastic. An average of about one in two years. I mean that that is that is fantastic. Almost one every two years. That is fantastic. That's a fantastic record. I mean, and the point is they started winning that Europa League not around you know in this um, 21st century. I think around in late 2000s or so. I think it was 2000 and 2005 or so. 2006 they won the first one and then they just didn't stop and they just kept going and going and going. I think it was just football heritage versus football heritage. I mean Mourinho finals and Sevilla finals. No matter how bad Sevilla are, it's like once they're in Europa League, they're inevitable. I think they went to Champions League and they dropped down to Europa League and then, you know, they are here. It is what it is. And then the next um, thing on my list here, it's, um, which is probably the final one here, um, Andrzej Postecoglou. That is the latest sports link. Latest sports Nigeria link. Now, I'm not going to dwell alone on this issue right? because, again, I don't know about Andre Postecoglou. Never spoken, never watched a single Celtic game, don't know his tactics. The only time I probably knew about him was, uh, I already knew about him was, um, was it last year when he got appointed at Celtic or last, or 2021 when he got appointed at Celtic? And there was a press conference about, you know, when he signed some players from Japan, I think two or three players. And he was asked about it and then he was saying, no, he signed two footballers and he was just defending them, right? Listen. Yeah, not, you know, I was just defending them. That's probably the only time, but I never really watched. And so I, it was recently after this link with Spurs, and I saw that I, I saw that oh, he has won two back to back. He has won back to back Scottish League titles at Celtic. Now listen, there's something we have to get established right here, right? Um, Celtic were were not. I mean, um, it was Rangers. Rangers were the better side. I think Celtic have been broken. I knew about that Celtic has been broken, and then he revived Celtic and made them try challenging. They look like a serious side again, right under his um, management. And obviously, from a lot of things I've read, oh yeah, he has um, he he um, his player. He's already transformed Australian football and all that. But a lot of the things I've seen that have been shown as him is um, 
oh he's not he hasn't he's almost 60 years old and this is his, his best job is at celtic listen i'm indifferent on this whole appointment i'm indifferent and it's slot i was big i was probably like okay yeah i gotta i kind of get it well i think this one is there's a bit of indifference you know with this um angie with angie postecoglou right and also the points tally is he was he used to win he, he used in winning the league at celtic i mean those point tallies were quite impressive but for me, the only reason why, see, I'm supposed to go, guy. I hope I, hope I don't keep because the name is quite is Greek and it's kind of, um, you know, I hope I don't have this kind of, I don't buy my tongue pronouncing it. Anyways, so anyway, I think it's unfair to live, live to throw those things at him and say, oh, well, he has never managed in the top league. When you look at his career progression, how he started, it was on the space and, and the, the host of the space was talking about how. You know, um, he wasn't top footballer. I think he played in the lower division, and then he worked his way up. Became a manager in Australia, stayed there for a long time. I think he managed in Asia, basically Australia, Japan. You managed in those places, and then before he finally got his, his huge, his huge chance at Celtic, you know, and then here he is, and he's managing. So even if fans say, "Well, this is the best cha- first time getting the job," I always, I personally. Even though I was beginning to see where they're coming from, but after that yesterday, I probably, after yesterday, I probably said, wait a minute, I think this does make a lot of sense, because I, I can, I tied it, I tried to mix, put, I tried to tie it to other prison. If you are in Europe, right, it's a lot easier to make it in football than if you are coming from another continent. Stay with me here, relatively. Sorry, I think I'll use the word relatively. It's a lot relative. I, I would say it's a lot. I wouldn't say relatively. I think it's a lot easier compared to the other, compared to the other federations. Let alone as a manager. So there are millions of managers all over the world. There are millions in Europe, right? Now, if you play, if you play it, if you're, if you're a top footballer, your chances of getting a top job as a manager is higher. Think of all the top players you know, right? I mean, I don't even have to go as far back as Guardiola. Guardiola was a top footballer, by the way. So let's, even though he's manager, he has been very, he has been a fantastic manager, right? But as a footballer, he was really good. He was very key to that. Um, um, Barcelona's um, Johan Cruyff side, that Cruyff side that was that, that fantastic Barcelona side was very huge part of it, right? There was Guardiola, there's Zidane, there is um, there was Lamp- there's Lampard, there's Gerrard, right? I mean, even when Gerrard was was even still at the Liverpool Academy, a lot of Liverpool fans were touting him to be the next Liverpool manager. When he went to Rangers, I mean, went to Rangers. But look at how long it took. Postecoglou to get a job in Celtic. Look at how long he spent so many times, so long in Asia. Look at how long to get. So I understand if you're top. And look at Jabi Alonso. Jabi Alonso, I mean, retired right from Bayern Munich. Fantastic footballer. I mean, played for some of the greatest managers of all time. Some of the greatest managers played for Benitez, played for Mourinho, played for Guardiola, played for Ancelotti. I mean, those are four fantastic managers with really, really good CVs, right? So he has had a lot of Nigerian education proper schooling in, in the hands of managers with different philosophies. Just a job at Bayer Leverkusen, right? <laughs> I mean, let's be real here. You know, if you, if you look at if you look at it like that, I get it, right? I mean, look at how young Alonso. Now, Jabi Alonso. Now, this is a top player. Now, if you play in the second division, a lower league, you're a lower league footballer, you don't have that reputation. You don't have that name. People don't really believe that. Oh well, this guy has played at, at, at under the management management of this particular manager. So your chances become a lot more slimmer. If you as you go lower the division, it becomes a lot more slimmer. Now if you go outside of Europe, it becomes a lot harder, right? South America, well, your chances are a little bit higher compared to Asia and Africa. 
right if you're a manager coming from those places if you're going from south america eh, south america it's always had this football um heritage if the, i don't i don't i don't use that phrase but i think that's already the best one like you know, it's always had a football heritage so even signing players from those places to europe is kind of easier because of the track record right but sending players from maybe Asia and Africa, it's a lot. So if you're a manager in this, if in Africa and Asia, it's a lot harder to come to Europe and become a manager. So you kind of have a long time before you make it to that spot. So I do really, I kind of, I get the point that the person is making and it makes a lot of sense. That, listen, I think, I genuinely believe that, you know, uh, Postecoglou, you know, I'm not saying I'm indifferent to nothing, but I kind of get it that it's unfair for those things that they've thrown at him and said, oh, he's, this is his first chance again. I don't think that's a strong enough argument. And the funny thing is this, if you look at Annie Slot, I think Annie Slot is in his 40s, probably pushing close to 50 or in his 50s or so, right? If you keep throwing, if you throw that Annie Slot, well, it doesn't really make a lot of sense if you look at it that way. Because Annie Slot, it wasn't thrown at him, everybody was excited about Annie Slot. And I was, I think it was very annoying to see fans put out tweets that they don't put out hashtags that oh we don't want um Postecoglou, right and then these are the, the same fans who also said they don't want Gattuso not like ever said I'm not I, I, I mean I don't think there's anything wrong with them saying they don't want Gattuso however you know in terms of track record and reputation Gattuso and Postecoglou character wise they are miles apart Postecoglou is far you know so I think it was a bit unfair to try, try and do that kind of issue that kind of treatment to the poor guy and <laughs> well you know i think a lot of fans do ride on emotions but and then i saw the links with galado yesterday and then fans were like yes you know this is the guy i said wait a minute what's wrong between galado and postecoglou right because both of them have not managed in europe had not because okay sorry postecoglou at least has managed in europe has managed in Celtic. galado hasn't yes he has links with other clubs and all but he has never left south america so on paper, going by your logic, Postecoglou is probably ahead of Gattuso, sorry, Galado on the whole thing. I don't know. Listen, let me just give my my, my thoughts on this thing, right? Or, or more of my thoughts on this. I've given myself for God knows how long now. Um, the style of play, right? It's very important, right? I haven't watched Celtic play a lot, so I can't give my thoughts on that. But from what I've read, they say his style of play is kind of attacking and progressive, right? I'll probably go check out some Celtic games and... You know to gang to give myself a lot more on the whole thing right and then you know the constraints that sports are working under i i think you know even though yes oh negosman is available um enrique is available will it work it's not about you know it's not about um appointing the manager and say well we want this manager as a top manager and all is it going to work that's what's important it's not about making a statement now we've made enough statements already the reason why I wanted Mourinho appointed, I was like, okay, fine. Or wanted Mourinho, I didn't mind Mourinho. I like, it. I, w- I hoped he would have exposed the ownership and made fans understand. A lot didn't understand, and then it took. Nuno also came, didn't really speak, but Conte was very outspoken because I, I wanted someone who was spoken to just speak, and then Conte did exactly what I wanted. So statements have been made already. We've known what the board are about and how they do things. Now, what's important now is getting a manager that can work. Negosman and Enrique, I'm not saying they're they are not bad managers, but will it work? That's the important thing here. You've always sacked managers multiple times. Oh, my sack this manager mid-season and all. Is it gonna work? We all want we all want the ownership gone, right? But is is the is this at this with this manager with these roles work, with these guys work? That's the most important thing here. Under the kind of because now they say the club is going towards a more data-driven style. 
similar to Brentford and Brighton. And even though fans turn their noses up, listen, Spurs finished eighth. Spurs are the eighth best team in the Premier League at the moment, right? Your links to players, managers like Andre Post, you say, well, you should you should go to a team like Crystal Palace first and not. Well, if you look at the gap, I mean, position-wise, you didn't really finish far ahead of Crystal Palace. You know, you finished eighth. That's mid-table, right? Now you're like two two or three steps from seeing the teams down there, right? So, you know, when you when you and no, don't get me started on how sports had a very disastrous end to the season. Brighton finished above sports. Finish below sports. So again, you know, I just genuinely, I just believe it's very, 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 very unfair. You know, and, and I don't think people are being consistent with their, with their, with their views here. Another thing also, the same fans who are saying they want, they will, oh, they want Dijebi. Get me Dijebi. Well, it's not about the, obviously Dijebi might work because obviously style and tactics, but Dijebi, I think it was brought in from Shakhtar Donetsk. These guys had a structure in place, Brighton had a structure in place, you know, they brought in bring all these to bring in a manager who will play under that structure and produce results under that kind of structure, right? That's what you got from from um, from from Brighton. That's what you get from Brighton. And that's what Djebi did, right? That being said, um a lot of fans, if you had told them you want to get Djebi from Sudden, they'll probably oppose it, right? But you see him at Brighton and it looks good. Uh, they want Amor ring. Well, that's fine. And that, that also still supports my earlier point, or the earlier point which supports the points and the points, whatever support. That you know it's difficult to get a role if you are from outside. Because I remember, I think Amorim also played for Benfica. I think he, he played against was it against Spurs. He actually played against Spurs. So he was not like he was top player, but he was a player. Then he was able to just transition into management fairly easier than he would. Now if it was somebody, maybe if it was from outside Europe or. Africa or Asia, it would have been a little bit more, you know, easier. It would be a little more difficult for him to get that role at such a young age because he's still in his thirties, if I remember correctly. Listen, whatever sports or whatever sports are points, just get it done as quickly as possible. I'm, I'm indifferent on the whole thing now. I just don't, don't care that much. Obviously, I care, but I'm not. I'm just indifferent. Whoever sports are points, just appoint the person and let's just move on. All this time wasting, waiting till next week. Just do it now. And get recruitment in so that we can play for the next season because sports have a lot of surgery to be done in that squad. Self is important, tactics is important. You know what? Sports need to ensure that they get the managerial appointment done and then they look move forward and say, okay, fine, let's get um, these players in this, this and then do a proper recruitment and then you're good to go. That's just my take and, and that's my opinion. As far as I'm concerned, just do it and let's move on. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode. Um, that's about 30 plus minutes of. Jeremy Rant. I really appreciate everyone who listens um, weekly and twice and twice a week. I really appreciate every single one. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week um, or by the next final. I'll be back. Obviously, um, West Ham and um, Fiorentina. Obviously, you know I'm going to be rooting for Fiorentina. So, <laughs> and even oh, before I, before I even go, before I go, I forgot this one point. Now, remember, Fiorentina actually knocked out Roma. Because I think we're going to make top four. No, they make top four. No. They beat Roma on the last day to to make sure Roma didn't finish top. So Mourinho didn't get top four in the league, didn't get top get Champions League football in you know conference. So Mourinho didn't miss on Champions League football on both both two chances, which is um, very interesting. But I have no agendas to push. So we'll move. Take care. Have a nice um, weekend and bye.